0: This is Messages from the Universe with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. Here, Lori delivers information from the Mastery Realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. She connects with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone, to Messages from the Universe podcast. Hello, this is Lori Wundra, and thank you for listening. I want to talk about balance and moving in the direction of oneness, and how sometimes when we talk about being out of balance, we place ourselves in this position of duality, more feeling wrong or bad or that we need to fix something. And every once in a while, I hear people's desire to be in work-life balance. And if I have an opportunity, when I hear that, I will ask them, what that means, because my definition of work-life, balance, or even work-life is very different than most. It's always been different. I have a different perspective on this than some, mostly because my work is my life's work. My life's work is my work. I know that sounds really strange, but I live the life of being in service. So my soul signed up to be living my work or working my life. That's what shamans do. There really is not a separation. I don't view this as work, but this is life. And I explain that, that this is my life. Friends, family, and those close to me often don't understand this and they encourage me to take a break. You're working too hard. You need a vacation. You need this or you need that. And I only say I feel off when I have days where I'm not working in the divine energy. Close healer friends and mentors, you will understand this. It's not when we are not working that we feel off. It's when we're not in the divine energy that we feel off. That's really another definition of balance. When you're not in your divine energy, you feel off. We also have this perception that it has to be equal, equality. It has to be all of this and all of that, and they have to equal the sum, the total, I believe more in the future will relate to the definition of living your work and working your purpose or working your life. There is no separation between work and life. And the definition of work-life balance or even balance is different. But there is greater understanding in that your energy and what helps you feel like you're in balance, what helps you feel like you're in your energetic place, is that you're plugged in. It's the understanding that living of energy propels you into this new definition. When you are plugged in, you don't feel off no matter what you face. And there was a time when I was in a corporate setting that I'd be encouraged to have more work life balance. I'd have my corporate job during the day and my business or working with others in the evenings and the weekends. And of course, my family was always in both environments, but I never saw a separation. If I was needed somewhere, I went to that energy. I never felt off. I never felt I didn't have balance. But when I did feel it was that I wasn't in my divine energy. And that was my clue that I needed to step away. At that time, it was for my corporate environment. I think of my parents. My dad took over his dad's farm, so he worked during the day and then did farming, land and animals, evenings and weekends. And later, he sold some of the land and rented other parts of the land out as he began to move into retirement. And then his life was working and then gardening, fishing, and traveling. But he never talked about being out of balance, but rather having balance and the importance of that, but of knowing the importance of how he spent his time. Sometimes it would be more work, more gardening. Sometimes it would be more fishing and traveling. But I don't ever remember him feeling bad or saying that he was out of balance or he was too stressed out in one area or another. He just shifted it. And I can relate to that. I would say I needed to be in high tech, a corporate job, while I talked to the angels, guides, and those that crossed over. That was my balance. It was maybe the universe's way of keeping me in balance, a balance of metaphysical and science, or worlds of structure and no structure. Even those worlds were never perfectly balanced. Like if I tried to measure the balance in hours or days. My energy was my measuring stick that kept me always in balance. How did I feel? Was I plugged in? I knew I was plugged in if I could go for days and days and days and feel really good. It's another way for you to define or describe balance if you think you're out of balance, then I believe you will be. But even in that feeling of out of balance, the universe is keeping you in balance. You may not like it or like the feeling, but you can believe you are aligned. And you're probably listening to me say, what does she mean that I'm in balance when I might feel overworked or lack of sleep or Or extended in too many areas. Well, just like you can't sleep 24 hours a day, there is up time and downtime, or sleep time. There's work time and play time. You even have happy and sad times in our lives. The duality shows us where we excel and where we don't feel comfortable, what we like or don't like, and the universe will make many attempts to find and keep us in the energy that we need to experience so that in our soul field, we are in balance. To us humans, it might feel like we're incredibly out of balance, but the soul is in balance. So right now, again, if you're thinking I'm crazy, let me ask you this question. Do you ever say to yourself or others that you're out of balance? And if you were to say that, why do you believe you are out of balance? Is it because you don't like where you are or you don't like what you're doing? Do you feel you are working too hard? maybe not being recognized maybe not being compensated for your work maybe you feel you have too much stress don't have enough play time okay so first let's recognize why you are saying this ponder it why do you believe you are out of balance why do you believe that it's not right and it's perfect as it is just now and there's a reason far greater than you that you're working through or you're experiencing Do you feel you're really out of balance or is it someone telling you this? Is it a social norm or something that your family or others around you are telling you you should be this? So take time to ponder it. Second, how long has this been going on? Meaning how long have you been feeling that you're out of balance? Maybe this is a normal pattern for you. I think back in my own personal life and I always had multiple things going on through high school and college. And even when I was in corporate America, I always had two jobs or two paths that I was doing. Always. Can you say this for yourself? You've always been this and now you may have transformed something. So suddenly it no longer feels good. And you want something in your environment to change too. Maybe you have shifted. This is about evolution. You're noticing something different. And when we notice something different and it feels uncomfortable, we evolve. Third, what might the universe be showing you when you feel you're out of balance? Again, maybe you just experienced some evolution and now you're more aware of your energy and where you are expending your energy and you don't like it. I've never heard someone say they play too much. Usually it's about working too hard or not having enough time. But how did you get to this place? It wasn't always like this. As much as you might say, I've always been this way, think, when did it start? Maybe you took on more work and you neglected establishing new boundaries. Maybe you lost track of what you were saying yes or no to, and you now need to take inventory of what you've promised. What have others made commitments for you about, and you've just allowed it? Either you didn't notice it, or you've not spoken up, and the universe is giving you a lesson in communication. Maybe you are learning about time management. Feeling overworked or short on time doesn't just happen to us. Something has shifted where you have allowed this to be, and now you are aware of it, and you maybe don't like it. Fourth, So now that you are aware of it, do something about it. If the first words out of your mouth are, I can't, I would ask, why can't you? The magic of being human is through all our shifts. When we don't like something, we can change it. Sometimes people fall into patterns of, just talking or complaining about it. But since everything is energy and everything is constantly moving, the universe is waiting for movement. So the question for you is, what can you do to change it? Make a plan. Take steps, even as small as the steps need to be, to create the change to how you want it to be. And don't waste your energy on complaining on how you want it to be. Fifth, engage help. We are stronger and with others than when we are alone. Find someone to join the journey with you. Not someone that's going through the same thing so that you just end up complaining or commiserating about the situation with each other, but someone that you can actually walk the journey with you and help make the changes, watch you make the changes, either by supporting each other or being vocal or emotional or physical support for you as you make those small wins. And of course, celebrate the small wins. Often as humans, we go for the big things and we miss all the small steps. But again, the universe is all about vibration and energy. So a small movement is a win. Lastly, work towards neutrality. And I believe this is part of our evolution. It's that middle point of balance. It's the middle of the teeter-totter. When both sides are equal, riding the middle area, knowing when you need to dip into the downside or the dark side, and when to be in the light or the upside. We need both. And the universe continues to remind us that there is no light without dark. There's no happiness without sadness. We need to see the duality, but we don't have to be in, nor do we have to feed the duality. I believe that we're moving into this place of neutrality. Think about it. Would you know what happiness is if you didn't experience sadness? Would you not know what light is without experiencing dark? Would you not make changes if you weren't uncomfortable? Would you not really truly define love if you didn't experience it and then experience something else? It's the contrast that we experience. Man invented things to get more comfortable or to eliminate problems. For example, man invented air conditioning because he didn't like the heat. Think about other inventions as they usually were created to resolve a problem or make our life better. If we didn't like sitting in the dark, variations of creating a light source would not have been discovered. I was teaching and channeling recently and was reminded of the balance between the masculine and the feminine energy. And I'm talking about energy because we both have both masculine and feminine within our energy fields. Essentially, the masculine side of energy comes from a place of strength. Strength is at the top end of the scale, whereas weakness is at the bottom end. And in contrast, the feminine side of energy comes from a place of goodness, where goodness is at the top of the scale and badness or evil is at the bottom end. You develop the strength of the masculine energy side by having a deep belief in the value of your own life. And you develop the goodness of the feminine energy side by having a deep belief in the value of the life of others. The balance between the masculine and the feminine side is very important. If you have too much strength for the amount of goodness you have, you can really do a lot of harm to people. Conversely, if you have too much goodness for the amount of strength that you have, then you can do harm to yourself because you tend to give it all away. On a more physical level, if you have a strong masculine side, you have the ability to take control of your own life. And if you have a strong feminine side, you have the ability to let go of trying to control the lives of others. A strong feminine side keeps you from interfering with the choices that others have and the right they have to make those choices for themselves. In terms of energy output, the masculine side always has energy available to put into accomplishing things, while the feminine side always has energy available for doing what is right or good. And how developed one side is compared to the other defines the balance between the masculine and the feminine sides. And the balance not only determines how you treat others relative to yourself, but it also determines what type of emotions you feel most strongly. The balance or being in that place of neutrality is important so that in life situations, you know which side to dip into. And again, every person has both masculine and feminine sides of energy. And that's in our physical body, our etheric, our emotional, and our mental. So for example, it's believed that more of the masculine organs or the masculine energy organs are the large intestine, the stomach, the small intestine, the gallbladder, the bladder, the muscles, and bones. While the feminine energy in the physical body is the lungs, the spleen, which is the chi energy, the heart, the liver, the kidney, fat, and skins. Now, if we look at the etheric layers, masculine energy is more electric and it's force and drive. And if there's more rigidity to it, where the feminine energy is more magnetic, there's a flow to it and a natural movement. And if I look at the emotional body, the masculine energy is more outward. It's expressive. It can be anger, frustration, or stress, and fear, but it's also drive. And the feminine energy is more inward. It's quiet. It's peace. It's acceptance. It's calm. And it's love. And the mental body, the masculine energy, is fact-based, scientific, strategic, protective. It's the competitive. It helps correct it's the doers, or it's that doing energy. There's a lot of structure around it. And the feminine energy is more reflective and pondering and curiosity. It's more flexible and carefree. It's the connectors. It's the heart-based and intuition energy. And we can split those apart, again, at the physical body, the etheric, the emotional, and the mental, but when we start moving into the spiritual body, that next layer, it merges this is where oneness begins. This is where neutrality begins. It is the place that we understand the incredible energetic being that we are and that we live in duality, masculine and feminine. We all have both. We're built to experience both. We're built to feel uncomfortable in either, so we change or we use those energies to navigate through life. So to live more spiritually and be more spiritually aware and elevate our energy fields, we need to understand being neutral and accessing those pieces of ourselves when we most need them. It's understanding that we have a choice to dip into the energy, the energy sources that we have. I believe that beyond developing more awakened mental processes which we've been working on in the last year and will continue to work on, in the years ahead, we will continue to evolve more spiritually and feel more comfortable in this seesaw, this balanced space, or this zigzag world we're in. Being neutral gives a balanced point that we can decide where to direct our energy. We can decide where we want to start from and where we want to navigate to. I believe being there and practicing neutrality will be important with time, responding with choice, but not being responsive to our environments. To me, this is balance. With balance comes choice. So let me ask you this. Do you feel you are out of balance? And if so, why and where? How did you get here? Because right now you are smarter now. And you'll need to look at balance in the sense of the energy bodies, your physical, your etheric, your emotional, your mental, and your spiritual evolution. As you continue to evolve to a more spiritually aware human and an energetic source where you understand your energy bodies, you'll need to practice oneness and where your starting point is. And then understanding where your starting point is, is that where you want it to be? Do you want it to be on one side or the other? Or do you want it to be neutral so that you can exercise the value of being either or both when you need to? And again, I'm talking about the energy of the masculine and feminine energy. The energetic body is where oneness is. It's whole. It's complete. It's both. It's grounded in gratitude. It's about play and peace and pleasure and abundance and awareness and artistry. It's tireless. It's timeless. And it's thankful. And as humans, I believe that we are desperately wanting peace, love, and harmony. We're wanting to use and acknowledge all parts of our energy fields, and we just don't know how to navigate from some of those darker or shadow sides or the, I'll say, out of balance. We won't get peace through war. We won't get love through hate, nor harmony through discord, or kindness through meanness, or growth through restriction, or abundance through scarcity. We will gain those things through love, peace, balance the understanding of the power of our energy bodies and being in neutrality, being in balance, which doesn't always have to mean equal. Please understand the universe has your best interest at heart. The universe helps you be aligned even when you might not feel like you're aligned. I'm Lori Wandra of Your Life Core and thank you so very much for listening. Have a peaceful week. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe podcast with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. For current events or to schedule a private session with Lori, please visit yourlifecore.com.